0: What's good, everybody? This is Halftime with the Playmakers, your midweek partner, with the live show The Playmakers, airing on WAM 90.5 on Saturday from 12 30 to 2 p.m. I am your host, Jeffrey Hood Jr., repping the DMV in the Atlanta area. In today's show, we will be sharing our thoughts on the NFL offseason, the NBA, and FAMU Sports. To help me cover these topics, I have some amazing guys in the studio with me.
1: Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, DMV Leak, man. We back on the mic, back
2: in the studio, with my boys. Yes, sir. Yo, yo, yo. It's Mr. 813. You know the original of OG host Samai Kibi it's good to be back
1: what's going on everybody it's Brian Hanji representing
2: Broward County as per usual man. what's up what's up with you guys man Brian you just you just made me mad earlier really when we was arguing before the show, but it's all good. It's
1: you because you're an Orlando Magic fan.
2: So no, Atlanta, it's because you're it. an Eagles fan. I hate I hate you like I said, you ain't gotta, I hate, you ain't ignorant, ain't gotta hate us, but ignorant. you don't you want understand where we're coming from. But right. we got a good show.
0: All right, fellas. Now we're gonna start off with the NFL with free agency moves, staff moves, and the draft. So I want to first talk to you guys about Derek Carr. As we're recording the show, Derek Carr is supposed to have a meeting with the Saints, the Jets, and the Panthers in Indianapolis today. So my question to you guys is where do you see Derek Carr going?
2: Yeah, so like I kinda like I'll kind of like start out with that one so uh you know based off what I've heard from his visit with the New York Jets the Jets actually really do like him uh he liked them uh at all uh, as well um he basically you know they really the message that the Jets were trying to sell to Derek Carr was basically hey you can come here and you can win here in New York and I mean he probably truly feels like he can they you know I've heard for a long time that the Jets were probably the front runner team to be in contention to sign him in free agency so Uh, You know I I like it If I had to choose a team Where he would go uh, I think it would be New York He definitely has some good pieces Around him You know They've had a lot of Quarterback controversy Especially with Zach Wilson This this year Um, While he's still on the roster uh, I don't think that Zach Wilson is the future For the New York Jets I think that He is definitely On his way
1: out Especially after that Press conference Where he didn't take Any accountability After the loss I, I
2: I, I think he really lost A lot of respect From his teammates When that happened so I think bringing in a new quarterback, a seasoned quarterback, and then you have the pieces around him on the offensive side of the ball, you still have a defense that's really growing. Sauce Gardner, and all them boys, Quentin Nelson and everyone like that. So you just have all those pieces together. I think they could really actually win something.
1: Yeah, uh, I agree with you, Look, I agree. Honestly, as a Saints fan, it's hard because... Well, it's always hard being a <laughs> Saints fan. Yeah, it <laughs> really is. <laughs> all right, calm down. Bro. That's crazy. Like, this is, a, this is a tough situation for us as a fan base just because it can't really get any worse at quarterback as we had Andy Dalton starting but I think Derek, Derek Carr kind of isn't who the guy that we need so I say all that just to say I, I do like him looking at the Saints I'm glad that my team is on the the list for him but I just don't think that it's that the Saints are the right fit I think I'm agree with that I think he should go with the Jets especially since that's a team that you know we have Garrett Wilson on offense so you have offensive weapons it's not he's not Devontae Adams but he is an up-and-coming receiver and then you have a defense something he's never had in Oakland that's kind of been one of the reasons for his you know his miscomings is that defense just hasn't been able to stop anybody in years. So going to a team like the Jets, where you know they're a young team, it just really seems like they're just missing a quarterback right now. That that'd be a perfect favorite where he can kind of fit in seamlessly with that team and just flow very well. Now I do I do agree with you, you know what I'm saying? I feel like ever since the Raiders lost Khalil Mack, ever oh, since yes, the Raiders yes. lost Camille Mack, their defense has kind of kind of started to uh decrease. But uh, kind of what I will say is yes. but what I will say is the 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 common factor with Derek Carr every year is the fact that he just can't get it done like he just can't this year he, he had no excuses he had Devonte adams he had everything that he, he had josh jacobs playing out of his mind <laughs> yeah, yeah, great was, years. the defense was solid they weren't the worst but they weren't the best that like this year was his year and i feel like that's why he's moving on from the raiders right now like just like every year every year is supposed to be Derek Carr's year like he, he just it seems like he just can't get it done when it
0: when it when it matters most so i feel like that's gonna that's gonna follow him wherever he goes you know i think the saints is a good fit the division is wide open the Jets the Jets in the division it's not really wide open you still got the Dolphins you still got the Bills it's not really like he gonna do something out of there but it's, yeah the Saints is wide open like it's up for grabs anybody can get it that's why I feel like he can really go to the Saints because it's just wide open
1: yeah he I, got
0: the weapons a little bit but I feel
1: you I feel you I hear what you're saying and I know that the Saints like their Car. and Carr likes likes our organization so he he speaks very highly of it actually in reports so we'll see man we'll see where he ends up I just hope it's not the Saints <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not the Saints
2: either, because the Bucs definitely ain't winning if he goes to the Saints.
1: <laughs> I mean, I wasn't winning anyway.
2: I don't, I don't think Derek Carr is why way know. All right, so who who's going to win our division if it wasn't going to be the Fal- Falcons? Maybe. Are you, with, yeah, what with what it's quarterback? With what quarterback? I got no.
0: I got it's no. I got I got I have Carolina
2: on the. I think no, no. I think our. I think our only competent division is the Bucs. Thank you. It's no, it's, it's just, literally for the past like six years. It's always literally been the Saints it's or the Buccaneers. Yes, it's
1: true. A pool. It's terrible.
2: this terrible. It's our it's your, it's your, it's your division right. right I'm not, I'm not Y'all get good you, you, you know what? No, 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 no. no, no we're, not we're not doing this today. We're not doing this today. Go ahead, Jeff. Another quarterback
0: that has been in trade <laughs> speculations, or depending on if he wants to come back to the team is Lamar Jackson now. He's supposed to be franchise tag. He wants to get a huge contract, bigger than Deshaun Watson.
2: But if he was to get traded, what team do you think would fit him? Oh, my goodness. That is such a hard question because Lamar just has such a unique play style that he could pretty much go to, like, half of the NFL teams. And just be just Lamar Jackson. Be Lamar Jackson and be successful he could turn the Seahawks into I don't know the Seahawks that we were used to seeing with Russell Wilson he could turn the Denver Broncos to the, the paying man in Denver Broncos that they yeah. they, they once you know were
1: like a team I would really like to see Lamar go to is the Steelers mm. Mm. I would really like him I would really like Lamar the Steelers with Mike with a coach like Mike Tomlin mm. and they got Najee Harris there and then he does he, they're gonna need a little more receiving you know to help him out out there I but like as far that. as like being a good organization for him to go to and just fit in with where like the culture yeah I think Lamar Jackson Fitting very well over there. Yeah, I I'm, do too. They have a lot of young talent too that will mix match with him well, like George Pickens, Deontay Johnson.
2: But I think he's staying with the Ravens. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's ra- staying put. The Ravens better have some sense and pay that man. Yeah, they just they like if you if you franchise tag him. Yeah. You're sending a message out to not only Lamar, but you're sending a message out to just pretty much the league. Like, hey, like we don't care what you've done. We don't care that you've put in work time and time and time again. You if, ash, the reason you're why, MVP, you like, one playoff exactly. Games. The, the, he's literally the reason why they're relevant. He is literally the reason why they're relevant. Yeah. And to not, to, for it, for, it, for this process to be so prolonged, to not pay this man the money that he deserves, it's a little bit egregious. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But I don't think he's going anywhere realistically. I don't think I don't think any team has the, the, the cap space to even sign him. You got to think about it, right? He wants, like, 50 mil a year. 50 mil, 60 mil a year, as he rightfully should. But, like, either teams are hesitant because, you know, his injury. Yeah. Yeah. Or they just simply don't have the cap space. Like, I know me personally, I would love for my team to sign him, but we don't have the money for that, man. Like, we just don't. And even if we did, uh, they'd probably still be concerned about his injury. So, yeah. like, realistically, I don't see him going anywhere besides staying with the Ravens. And I just hope and pray that the Ravens front office, whoever's in charge of, like, you know, making that final decision, I just hope they're smart enough to sign yeah. him and if I'm, with the money he deserves. And
1: if I'm Lamar Jackson, uh, and I know this is not really in his character, but if you if I'm franchise tagged, I'm not playing. Yeah. I'm single. Oh, yeah. I'm single. Absolutely. absolutely. Lamar Jackson hasn't really indicated that he's that kind of guy where he'll sit out if he's not getting paid. Like, he's, he did it lit this year. Yeah. Or the contract, you know, negotiations. Were a lot just, of rumors. A lot media. of rumors. But he never chose to sit out. That's true. But this year, if you're going to franchise your NFL MVP level quarterback, a top five quarterback in the league, after he's proven to you that I am the Raven, you know, I am the offense. I can I can produce. I can get us to, you know, the where we need to be in, as an organization. You're going to franchise tag him so instead of just giving him the guaranteed money he deserves? I'm not playing for you guys. i yeah. say bring him to the A. Bring uh, him to the where, I've heard Atlanta, Atlanta yes.
2: bro. Kyle Kyle Pitts, that's Drake London. In I've the heard, media. bro. That's nasty. That's I can't. I, can. nasty I don't. I don't want to believe it. That's nasty. I don't want to believe it. That, that
0: um, is nasty. I just don't. Under, I just don't know how nasty.
2: realistic. Wait, it is. I just.
0: That's just my thing. They released Marcus Mariota.
2: That's they wrong. got Desmond Ritter. Yeah, but I don't know
0: who else is under there. Under
2: their quarterback, but, but I don't you, know who else is under there? But, so. but they released Marcus Mariota, but his contract only freed up like what twelve mil. The man want 50, well, yeah. 60 mil a year. at at the least, but but they
0: can they can throw some deals in there for him, like draft. Picks
2: a couple players. What they are going off the Ravens? The Ravens that a team a team that wants to win now. They're not in a rebuilding phase. Like I don't I don't think I, I don't mean, think people understand but, that.
0: But they might be just for the simple fact that next year's draft class is with Caleb Williams. You know that that loaded QB class. Hayden Hooker. That's yeah. that, that's, that's
2: that's very true. But that's also a long shot. For and, real. and if
0: I'm Lamar, why would I go leave and go to the Atlanta Falcons?
2: A team Cause cause that's it's
1: wide open. A team that's not on a competition or a talent level as the Ravens. But the division is wide
0: open. Division
1: like division's wide open, but the talent on the Team is subpar. No, I, I honestly I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying I, I, I see the vision. But like when it comes moving back to the Ravens and Lamar uh debacle, like when you look at it, like at the end of the day, it takes two to tango. So like Lamar has done his part. Lamar's done his part. He's one of the MVPs. Taking them oh, shoot farther. Well, as far in the playoffs rather than like when they made the Super Bowl, obviously, or when they won it. But like it takes two to tango. Now the Ravens need to do their part. They need to do their part, bro. They need to pay the man.
0: And I think that's just really transition to another other quarterback Aaron Rodgers he just came out of his retreat and the Packers and Aaron Rodgers haven't spoke yet but my question to you guys is what team fits Aaron Rodgers or should Aaron Rodgers stay man the couch man Aaron Rodgers need to retire and
1: quit all the shenanigans that he's doing man it's so it's at this point it is super annoying to deal with Aaron Rodgers and whatever shenanigans he got going he wanted to go live in a cave underground in, in whatever city that he was in for a week I believe, <laughs> I believe it was Oregon. I some Oregon. South Oregon come on man he was trying to do bro. it's crazy man I not <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the guy was going through. He's living <laughs> on underground. I don't understand. He's not talking to the Packers. He's not talking to anybody. He keeps hoving over the head. Oh, I might retire. I might not retire. Yeah. Just go ahead and sit on the couch. Just go ahead and call it a career and just let, and let somebody else take over. if I'm the Packers, I don't even want to deal with Aaron Rodgers anymore because at this point, he is not worth the trouble that he's bringing. Nah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like, honestly, if I'm the Packers, I don't want to deal with him either. But the other 32 teams or 31 teams in the NFL might, bro. I think that Aaron Rodgers still can definitely boost the team to the playoffs. Or, I think that he might just be that one missing piece that teams need. He definitely is. Uh, I think he has at least two more years on his you know what I'm saying? I think he has two more years on his contract, at least. Or not on his contract, but on his contract of playing football. He got two more years. I think the Jets. I give him two more years. I think the
0: Jets. I like the Jets too. I think the Jets.
2: Yeah, I was going to say the Jets. Him, I don't too, even want him nowhere
0: near but the Jets' young
2: locker room, I'm I, sure, being I, honest I, with you. But, but realistically, but as a like. a learning experience. Exactly.
0: Learning from who? Aaron I think Rodgers? I think probably okay. can improve and learn by the time Aaron Rodgers leave the door. Yes, uh,
1: but I think does, for the Jets, they've been missing an Aaron Rodgers. Like yeah. it doesn't matter how old he is, right? Like we've seen what he was doing towards the end of the season. He started heating up a little bit. And we have seen the old Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he had a he had a rough start to the season, but towards the end, we we started to see the actual like yeah, the, potential that the Trouble with Aaron Rodgers. Of course, like if you go to the, the Jets, do they become, you know, Super Bowl? Contention? They have pieces. Yeah, they have pieces, of course. And you just add a, a talent like Aaron Rodgers. But as far as like what he brings to the locker room or how he is, how he acts around as a person, does it does Aaron Rodgers Give you the oh, I can be a mentor to you a person kind of. You know of what?
2: To answer that question, I'm gonna bring up another scenario with another player in a different league. And his name is Kyrie Irving. Let me tell you something. That came to my mind too. Let me let me tell you yeah, something. Let me came tell to you something. Alright. So Kyrie Irving, right? The most talented, arguably one of the most talented players to ever touch a basketball ever. We can all agree on that, right? Yeah. So with that being said, the reason why this man still has a job to this day and is signed with a team for good money playing with Luka Doncic right now is because of his skill. You take you take risks on players that you know will perform on the field on the court etc yeah he has a lot of things that going that goes on outside his you know world or whatever but when it comes time to play that man's gonna play and to, to to his own credit the reason why he wasn't really starting off the nfl season hot is because he had young receivers that he had no chemistry with he had a rookie wide receiver who was, who dropping, did, he was dropping he was dropping wide touchdown. wide open passes over the middle in the touchdown in the end zone like you had like the chemistry wasn't there so of course it makes sense toward the back end of the season he gets an Aaron Rodgers. For him and everything like that. But as far as the Jets go, like they don't even have an exact timetable for their move in the quarterback market. So we don't even know what the Jets are probably thinking right now. Like we really don't know. Like the general manager said out his own mouth, there's no exact timeline. So
1: if I'm the Jets and I'm just developing young talent, of course I want to try and win everything. But if I'm developing young talent as somebody like of Aaron Rodgers stature, or what you know, we've seen what he's done with Green Bay as far as like how he carries his ego, how he carries himself along the locker room, how he talks to the coaches, how he talks to the press. I don't necessarily know if I want that from my young young team. I don't know if I want my young player picking up Aaron Rodgers habits and his form. It's like how he interacts with, you know, as a professional. Yeah, I don't think I want I that in my locker I definitely see what you're saying.
0: So, transitioning now to the coaching staff of things in NFL, the Denver Broncos has, has a new head coach, Sean Payton, a new defensive coordinator that's coming back, Vance Joseph. Do you feel like that coaching staff can change things around for the Broncos and Russell Wilson's gameplay? Yes. 100%. Yes.
1: Let me not say 100%, but I think that it will get him back to where he possibly was in Seattle. Maybe his last two seasons in Seattle, like I think that for Russell Wilson, he's been kind of decreasing every year, sadly. But with the help of Sean Payton and um the other guys he's bringing in, I definitely think that he can he can be the savior for him. No, realistically, I kind of think as far as great is a wizard, bro. As great as great Russell Wilson has been, Sean Payton's gonna have to kind of restore Russell Wilson's confidence in himself heavily. Cause he got like his uh, his confidence is like he's gun shy now, and, and he's not even looking to throw down the field. He's like more so concerned about getting taken a hit rather than trying to make a big play and you know if your quarterback is more concerned with getting hit then rather than making the throw you're gonna have real troubles on your offense and we kind of saw that the entire year with denver for for me i mean i honestly i wholeheartedly believe that sean Payton can definitely bring that confidence back for this guy we're talking about a hall of fame coach here right a guy who is a people's person so i think that i, I see what you're saying and that might be the first thing on his list like let's let's build your and, confidence back up and then know, we can work the from first there first
0: thing on that list should be getting that locker room back together that chemistry back together because that locker room was yeah they turned terrible
1: on and let me ask you he how there first. How do y'all feel like Sean, Sean Payton should handle the special treatment that they
2: uh, that allegedly Russell Wilson has been you know receiving in the? I don't think that. I don't, I don't think, think that, that special treatment rumor is true. Honest.
1: Um, believe it's 100%, like he has his family on the plane with him, he flies separately. Yeah. He has his own That's office. Insane. Oh yeah, but um, a reporter asked Sean Payton that when he first got the job. And Sean Payton said none of that would be going on. He already he already shot that down. That's I feel like if as far as Jefferson as restoring the locker room and Russell Wilson when he coming in, he's kind of acting like oh I'm Russell Wilson and you guys are the Denver Broncos. Like he came in as off like as stagnant as, like, I'm different from you guys, you guys have to respect me. And he just never earned that respect from their locker room. Also, yes, I see what you're saying, and I think that's what the uh picture is like in the media, right? But honestly, like, we really don't know, not what's even we saw it on the sideline too. How he was, how some of the players that were acting with Russell Did Wilson dabble, just wasn't didn't dab him up, nothing, yeah, when he got sacked, getting just... together. We've seen it on the field that they're they're acting, they're treating Russell Wilson like how Russell Wilson has been acting towards him, and I can't necessarily blame them for it. That's up for Sean Payton now to try figure out how he's going to restore this uh, organization
0: moving on to the nfl draft now according to adam schefter the bears are looking to trade the first round pick what team do you think will move up and who do you think that team will select if they moved up
2: man is it it gonna be (laughs) y'all? first of all brian we aren't no lottery pick so stop trying i need to try and move up i'm just saying anyway Man, I don't even know who who I could even begin to kind of talk about. Like, me personally, if I was the Bears, like, I would I would still keep the number one pick. And I would, I would draft the best possible player that you need. If you know that Justin Fields is going to be your franchise quarterback, start putting pieces around him. Whether you draft a defensive player. They need um, to
1: draft an, o- an O-line a, for sure. O-
2: offensive lineman or whatever you want to get, like a skill player. Which probably will never happen. That's never happened ever, ever, ever. But you need to, I, I wouldn't trade that pick away. I would use that pick valuably. <laughs> yes. I agree with my, I'm using that. Like, everybody's talking
1: about how Justin Fields, no pieces, no pieces. Now, unless you're trading that first-round pick to
2: acquire a pro bowler. Exactly. Or, or multiple picks for the future in the first round, that's fine with me. Not even multiple picks, like multiple players. That's the number one pick in the draft.
1: Yeah, I don't know, bro. Like, that's wild. But if they were to give it up, my dark horse to come up and get that first pick would be the Lions. Are they, no. they going to try to trade up?
0: The Lions? I yes. said the Texans. I said the Texans move up, because they got they got the draft capital. They got the draft capital to move up. I think they go B-Y-9 Bryce Young.
2: Yeah, see. And that's my problem. If they so. get Bryce Young, Bryce Young gonna be in trouble, boy. I don't trust the Texans. So you think Bryce Young? No I think Bryce is going win. If,
0: if the Texans move up, he's gonna win. Hmm. I well, I regardless of whatever, whatever team moves up, they're gonna get Bryce Young. He he, the best quarterback in the lie. draft. I can't lie. He's nice. Even though he's
2: 5'10 and a half, that just got reported today. He's 5'11. I thought. No, they say he he's 5'10 and a half. Wow, that's yeah. insane. So he's he's ba- still he, nice. he basically looks uh, like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I have, I have gonna change something. That's crazy.
0: But he's he's still nice regardless. I think I think whoever moves up Am I crazy for fan? saying I
2: think Stroud's gonna go before him? No, Stroud you're not nice. crazy. No, no, you're no. not Stroud crazy. Stroud is nice. You're not crazy. But yeah, is nice. it, I just I just know how like when you just when when you just watch football for a long time, like when you like we we all watch ESPN, we all watch like all the all the people talk about the the quarterbacks and the combine. We we watch the Mel Kuipers, the Steven A's, the Shannon Sharps, Skip Bayless, etc. You just know what type of quarterback teams look for. Like it like like let me let me let me break this down. Like it's more than just how you play on the field, right? It's your image. It's how you per, like how you're personified, yes. I see right? What you're and Bryce Young just gives me like he's just that like, like uh, he can be boxed. It's also a the poster fit. boy, you know? Yes, Like yes. I see what you're saying. You feel me, like like uh, he's a
1: franchise like tag player. Yeah, like, like the, his image
0: exactly. His, like 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 a Steph Curry, like exactly
1: Steph Curry. Look, I see what you're saying. And then okay, so this is making sense now as to why the Bears might be training the first round pick because in all of the mock drafts. Bryce Young is going first. Then they got Stroud going second. Mm-hmm. So I, that makes sense. It doesn't make sense for them to draft a quarterback. I mean, they could they could pick up that Georgia boy, the big boy, uh, Jalen Carter. They
0: said he they they got personality issues. J- so I, That's been reported he got personality
2: issues.
1: So now that I'm looking, okay, so this makes sense. I, I, I do see why the Bears are looking to trade.
2: I see it, but at the same time, I think there's like other parameters that you could go around that. Like, okay, if you want to trade the pick, that's fine. But what are you getting in return? Are yeah. you getting just draft picks? Or are you getting multiple? players yes. Because you can't expect Justin Fields to be Justin Fields, or you can't expect your team to you know progress any further if you're not putting anyone around him. Now nah, yeah, I feel like, like come on now. Yeah, like with Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, they put D Hop around him, but that was just another problem within itself. But you see, like they made moves to put pieces around. And then the they quarterback put they put succeed. Hollywood
1: there too. Hollywood exactly. got traded during the during they, the draft. If they don't
0: give Justin Fields no people, no no weapons outside, then it's gonna, gonna be run, the same thing. They gonna run him to the ground like, like they're doing great. Bro, he going Lamar in Baltimore. They go to the ground.
2: He's grits, bro. He gonna be running for his life, (laughs) and all we gonna do is just be like, "Dang, we feel bad for you." That boy be running for his life now, boy. Yeah, that boy be running. And like nobody likes losing. Like I know, I know he's sitting there probably like, "Bro, I need people around me." I know he's talking to the front office, the head coaches, saying, "Hey, put people around me, man. Like you can't, you can't expect me to do what I've been doing all my life if you don't put nobody around me." Football is a team sport. At the end of the day, this isn't basketball where you can worry about your own stats, your own statistics, your own points per game. This isn't track where it's solely just an individual sport. Bro, football is a team sport. Every man on the field, whether you're on offense, defense, or special teams, you have to do your job. And if you don't do your job, it's going to show. Yeah. Keeping
0: it local now with the FAMU softball and baseball team, the baseball team is 2-6 and six, and they just picked up a win over Prairie View. And the softball team is 6-9 and nine, and on a four-game winning streak. What are you guys' expectations for both teams?
2: I'm not going to lie. I like our softball team this year. They're nice. They're real nice. I've went to one game so far this year. Uh, they're just different. Like, And I was, you know, even covering them last season you know last season they didn't really have as much wins as they wanted to and even the year before they didn't have as much wins as they would have liked but the attitude was always the same and the attitude was just we need to keep pushing we need to keep pushing we need to keep pushing because we have the talent there uh, a personal friend of mine Janaya Davis you know she she's uh, one of the seniors on the team right now you know she uh, was just we, was, we were chopping it up a little bit last season I actually wrote an article on her and the softball team just kind of talking about just their morale going into this new season you know granted they're 6-9 and nine, right that's way better than what they were starting out with last season i think last season at this point in time in the season they were like one and eight like maybe that's two a, that's two a and jump. seven that's that's a, jump. so it's like you know the talent is there they're just slowly starting to make strides and you know i have nothing negative to say because it's like what 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 can we ask what more can we ask for besides seeing your team improve at the end of the day that's what you want in a team if you win two games it, like last season and you win four games the next season that's not really much of a jump but that's still improvement because you didn't win four games last season if you feel me. So I'm so I'm really applying this to really just, you know, Fam You Athletics, you know. I'm not really talking about NFL, major sports, but really just applying this to Fam Athletics because we all know, fellas, how how our athletics get sometimes.
1: When it comes to the softball team, I like I like the new coach that they got, Coach Patterson. Uh she was on the she was previously on the coaching staff before being promoted to head coach. So, shout out to her. I think they're they're off to a great start. They they've played a few tough opponents, which is where those losses come from. They did a great job of bouncing back and and this is the same thing for the baseball team. Um I'm commenting on them in a few few seconds, but they did a great job of bouncing back and I think that we're definitely a strong contender in the swack. Um, when it comes to baseball, I, I was actually able to cover them last week for a game against uh Mercer. And our team looks solid man. Our team looks solid. We were coming off of like a lo- a previous loss to Mercer as they had a double header. Um, it was a pretty bad loss, but they bounced back and I think like I said like our baseball team will definitely be solid in this in the swack as we are playing these harder conference opponents and getting us ready for that, um, and they showed that this weekend. They definitely the baseball team 100% showed that this weekend.
2: And let me and let me just touch on the last four games for our softball team. Right, we played Southern on February 24th. We won two to one. We played Southern on the next day. We won two zero. We're on a four-game winning streak. I just want to keep that in mind. We we beat Alabama A&M four to three. Yes. And then we just killed South Carolina State so, thirteen to eight. So it's like we're making strides. And and not only that, but we're making strides in the SWAC. Yes. In the MIAC. To what I I said like
1: when we come into these swag meack, uh matchups, like we should be able to crush these teams. Handle because, business exactly because we we are keeping up with these higher level schools, whether it's you, baseball or whether it's softball. Same thing. Yeah, Not I would like change. to see some improvements from our baseball team. Not gonna lie, two and six doesn't impress me all too much, but they just went two of their last three games. Yes, and how you know they have their next game is against University of North Florida. So hopefully we can come out with another W there. Those uh, first but, those, those first, first few games. Yeah, the first five losses they came from bigger schools like a Mercer. They play, yeah, they play Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois. Illinois Three times, lost to Mercer twice. So that's so, the first five else Exactly. Starting the season off. It's a long so, season, Brian. So sit, sit, sit. it's a long it's baseball. It's a long season. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. But you know, <laughs> two out of three is a start to, to improving in your season.
2: And 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 let's just let's just like look ahead into the future, right? So they play they play the University of North Florida. That's on that's today, actually, <laughs> at 4 p.m. I'm actually gonna try and make go sure to y'all that pop game. out to that thing, man. Yeah, I'm actually gonna try and go to that game. Then they play Auburn. Oh, yeah. They play Auburn. <laughs> Auburn yeah. Respectable. So so you playing Auburn and then you turn it around. And then you go into the HBCU Classic in Atlanta. You got a three-game stretch against Grambling. Might I add, last year we completely swept Grambling in that Classic. So I'm excited to see what they do in Atlanta. And then we have Ball State. And then they have a three-game stretch for Florida Gulf Coast.
1: I'm not going to lie. like I like baseball schedule because like they're playing comp. They're playing competition, bro. They're not shying away from it. None of that. And I think that that's making them better at the end of the day.
0: That's going to make them better in the long run if they make the swag. That's going to make them way, when the, way when better. When the tournament comes yeah, at the end of the, the season. that's yeah, it's going to make them way better. Now, as we slowly approach the month of March, as you guys know, March Madness is a college basketball tournament, and a fellow player, part of the University of Alabama, Brandon Miller, a forward that plays there, was was involved in a shooting incident in mid-January, and I want to get you guys' thoughts on the incident.
1: So, just to give a little backstory of what happened with the incident, uh, Brandon Miller, one of his friends, a former teammate, I believe Darius Miles, you know, got to an incident at the club that he was at, texted Brandon Miller, you know, pull up, I I need my gun, essentially. Brandon Miller drove there, and he didn't hand him the gun or anything like that it was another ex teammate that did. In the did, back of his vehicle. Was back of his vehicle, handed you know, Darius Miles a gun, and then unfortunately led to the loss of a young lady's life uh, inside the club. So it was on the strip. No, it was on the strip. It was oh, on the strip. strip. It was on the strip. Yeah. yeah, it was on the strip. You know, again, the unfortunate loss of a young lady. You know, Brand Miller just you know obviously should not have put himself in that situation. Essentially, if he doesn't you know drive there or anything like that while this instigate while this problems going on, maybe it wouldn't have happened. It doesn't happen at all. We still have somebody with us today, and we still have these good D one athletes on the court. Instead yeah. Of in a sell essentially, so just you no know, stupid decisions like that. You just cannot let that happen, especially if like you, you're playing for something bigger. I'm gonna like,
0: say he got lucky. He
1: got spared. Yeah, he was man, in got Alabama. S- he
0: got spared because he, he was in Alabama. Spared. That top three pick, all that gone. He's done. Like he's done. He really got lucky.
1: Yeah, I think he got lucky. I just think it's just an unfortunate situation for all parties, man. Like it's just that could have been avoided essentially, right? I mean, yeah, 100, percent it could have been avoided. I mean, but at the end of the day, we're all human. We all make mistakes, but it's just like it's just so unfortunate because this is a top five draft pick we talking about it, like and the kid is good yeah he has a, he like, has the opportunity solid. to like change his family for generations yes and he's just thinking like thinking this, that's just a small-minded thought that he had there to, Like, oh, let me pull up and then you know help my friend out or whatever and then like your friend obviously wasn't thinking like how you should be thinking yeah like they're, they're worried about fighting on the strip or they're worried about like, i need it on me right now why don't you just leave the situation just leave
0: plus you know? plus i ain't like how he's going about it just for the simple fact that his recent one of his recent games he he had an introduction he just walked up to his teammate. his teammate patted him down like come on bro you yeah gotta, so, yeah they're, you, they're, you gotta think about stuff like that when you when you're in the game they were saying like, that like on, man. that's been a thing he's been doing all season yeah that's his that's but his, his, that's,
1: his, that's, his, that's his thing right but at some point you, you like yeah after once your name's the name's in that yeah, headline you, you can't do stop. that no more can't like do anymore he
0: really never mind because he's affecting the whole family that the that the child that the child got lost by like come on man like, what yeah. are you doing
2: you just gotta be smarter with your decisions young guys listening in just young people in general and even like the guys in the stool, like. I just pray like we are never in just a situation where we like, you know, mess up our good at potential just because of just a dumb mistake. And we all human. But at the end of the day, you know, beyond the life of sports, like, you know, people have livelihoods and we all have lives, different lives, different family members and everything like that. So always think about that before you truly decide to make a decision that could really change your yeah, life. Man, just,
1: and watch who you keep around you. Just be smarter. Watch who you keep around you, bro. Just move. Just move differently, man. Don't, like, don't do these stupid silly things that could be avoided. Like, at the end of the day, whatever argument they was probably going through or what was going on, it probably it was not, it worth not it even worth it, bro. It wasn't especially worth it. Especially, it's not it. even worth it, that young lady's life. So, it's unfortunate that, that you know, that situation had to happen. Uh, hopefully, Brandon Miller can learn from this and understand the type of people he needs to
0: have around him. Moving along from that sad, tragic, I want to talk to you guys about the ACC and SEC basketball tournament coming up now. Five schools from the ACC that are real big is Pittsburgh, Miami, Virginia, Clemson, and surprisingly, Duke, which has been pretty terrible. Coming from a Duke fan, from the SEC. From standpoint, you have Alabama number one, Texas A&M, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Missouri. My question to you guys is, who do you have planned coming out of both conferences? win.
2: I'm not gonna lie, well I heard I heard you and Tristan talking about this like yesterday. But I think Duke can really make a push for real. I know you That's said you don't I know you say you don't like them, but they've only lost eight games and granted the circumstances of like how they've been playing the loss of coach K last season like they're not that bad. <laughs>
0: you know sometimes when I watch the game it's really hard to watch because like Tyrese Parker you come from Australia the NBA the NBA league over there in Australia and you just like terrible it's just terrible coming from you but he picked it up slowly. I, Ryan Young I, I can't stand him. I don't I don't know what's going on with him. He just doesn't give no energy. And D Live, don't get me started D Live and Derek Whitehead. I'm frustrated. Top two picks from last year's class. Come on, man. Yeah, I think um for Duke, it's it's a rough season for y'all. Like y'all are used to excellence. Y'all are used to
1: not losing many games. Are, they're it's used a to, lot different. Used to, used to be being year. Duke. I think that I like Jeremy Roach. Uh That's a DMV love, boy. Shout out to Jeremy Roach. He has he been balling. I mean, but it's 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 a team. It's a team sport. Like you can't just have one person going off every night. And even Jeremy sometimes is a little. Uh, hesitant at, at attacking the realm, at, at just attacking in general. But um, from from the ACC, this is gonna sound crazy, but I really like Syracuse. Syracuse. I like Syracuse. What? What? Here's Syracuse. why. What? Alright, please, please, explain. Here's why. Please explain. Yeah, let's please explain. It. Please explain. Here's why. I ain't see that coming, bro. Out. Syracuse oh. is that one school that always surprises people in this in the tournament, and I'll tell you why. Because their two three defense and their coach. yeah, that zone is dangerous. They, Syracuse is a very dangerous team when it comes to March, bro. I'm telling y'all, and I like Judah who also from the DMV. He's, he's a baller. He's a he's a baller now. He's <laughs> tough. Oh, bro, we Start have Hoopers. hoopers. Bro, we have Hoopers, bro, from yeah, the DMV. Let's not get DMV. started. We got Hoopers. What I will say is, um, they're a little shaky. All they have is on their attack is Judah Mint, so they need to add that, and they just need to get it together quick before March Madness. I think they have a shot. Uh, when it comes to SEC, I like Alabama. They will. They might be missing Brandon Miller. He's playing. No, he's playing. No, he's playing. he's, playing. he's, he's, he's playing.
0: Yeah, he's playing. But they still, they're still under investigation, stuff like that. But he should be still playing. Yeah, regardless. Yeah, that's he rough.
1: He's not going to get charged or anything like that. You know, first game back from you know not being charged or anything. Dropped forty in the game winner. So the talent obviously is still there. For Brandon. it's there. It's still there. I like Bama. They're very, they're very talented. They still got quick, quick. Quinnerly, quinnerly. yeah, Quinterly. yeah, Quinterly. I
2: like him too. And he playing with a chip on his shoulder, man. Like this man just really just came off an investigation. He, you
1: know.
2: he really got to be on his best behavior. For like, forty though, like, like, he
1: dropped forty
2: though. Oh yeah, 40. like bro, like bro, guys be losing their draft stock. Like that, this man is playing for his future essentially. So if he don't perform, then you know that's that's him. I think that, that also like I think this is just gonna be a bad
1: look for his draft stock in general. Like the teams are gonna look at this and just like badly decide you know might
2: have to pass up. So. Don't yeah. get it. Too. Twisted though, someone's gonna draft that. man. They'll draft. They'll always gonna get drafted. talent talent
1: overcomes everything. Like we were talking about Kyrie Irving, Aaron Rodgers earlier. If you got talent, you know they'll they'll take you anything. They said, "What is what was the famous quote for the NFL draft?" They said, "If Hannibal Lecter ran a four two, they would just call it an eating disorder." <laughs> like, they'll, like they'll make like they'll make excuses for somebody if you're really good.
0: Exactly. Low key coming out of the SEC for me is Tennessee. 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 It's a couple old heads on there. I'm, I'm choosing the old heads just for some fact that they're old. Number one, but two. I like the way yeah. they play. The point guard, man. Don't get me started with the point guard, bro. The point guard is nice. You get paint touches. Facilitate. Hit shooters. They knock down shots. I like how Tennessee plays a lot.
1: I like Tennessee. Yeah, pick a
0: lot it of energy too. A lot of. I love
1: how Tennessee plays. Coming out the ACC, I'm gonna go out. Go. I'm rocking with the hometown team. Let's go to you. I'm going. Oh. To, I'm go, let's go to you. Oh. The they are team. solid. I, I like, like Duke. They just lost to Florida State. I mean, they did lose they I'm like buzzer I'm a buzzer beater. Florida State beater. They, a <laughs> they just came, but they did just come off a nine game winning streak. Hey, Where they also did beat Duke by the way. Hey, they Matthew. Duke they're Cleaver. solid. No, they're solid this season. Spank, Spank Duke eighty one yeah.
2: to fifty nine. Matthew Cleveland. He did, he We're not, did yeah, Matthew
1: he did. Cleveland is him. Matthew is him. I'm liking the guard play out of there. I'm. I've always been a fan of Jordan Miller. I'm liking the guard play that UM got out of there. And it's not too often that UM basketball is one is a top team. Was the last time what Lonnie Walker. Yeah. So, it's been
0: a while since UM has been, you know, a comparable basketball team. I like, I like Duke. I like Duke. Even though it's me speaking from a Duke fan, like, it's hard to watch. Sometimes i be like, it's hard man. to watch, bro. Sometimes i be like, man, do I really want to turn this on? I can't. i would be like, nope, not watching. But, a couple games I watched, like, Virginia Tech and all those other games, like, I'm like, okay, maybe I can start watching them again like I used to. And I think Duke can turn it around. Like, D-Live is coming back alive. Literally, like, he's coming back alive. He's not playing slow no more. He's not moving sluggish. He's actually blocking shots dunking the ball he's been soft he's dunking the ball i feel like he came back alive when when they played north carolina like that was a statement locking up armando baycott like that was a statement i'm not gonna lie i really don't like Duke this year like
1: I, I, so, I was like, watching them play at UNC the other night, and I was just like, this is not a solid tournament a, team. Yeah. yeah. I, I can really see them getting kicked out. I don't even see them making the
0: Sweet 16. They might. No, I'm saying win the ACC tournament. They're going to win the ACC tournament. But March Madness, we're going to talk about that like later. Yeah, I mean, but I don't, I mean we we, 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 well, we all got different answers for the ACC. Yeah. Yeah,
1: there, yeah. yeah but we do. None of us got Duke, but uh, yeah, Yes, but I'm uh, proud. <laughs> I, I will play with my <laughs> chest now. I'm proud. I respect it. I respect <laughs> it, bro.
0: Moving into the professionals now. Going to the NBA. Breaking news Kevin Durant will be playing against the Hornets Wednesday night. So, with that being said, what is the scariest team or the Dark
2: Horse team coming out of the West? I can't even say the Sun's a Dark Horse team, bro. They're literally. Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant on paper, Durant. they're the best team in the league. No, on paper. God,
0: I, I'm, no, I'm saying, regardless. Like, Dark course, it,
2: Dark it's the, the Clippers. Line, it's, the Clippers. Brad,
1: it's, it's the Clippers. Dark Horse. I'm saying, Absolutely let's not. talk about it, Brian. Absolutely not. Let's talk about You're it. You're crazy. Who's the best team on paper, paper right it's now? Either. I I like the Bucks. I like the it's Bucks. The on Bucks are paper, solid. It's either the Boston Celtics, Milwaukee Bucks, or Denver Nuggets. It's either one of those three teams. Well, I like the in there? No, I said Milwaukee Bucks, who are on a 14-game win streak right now. They're solid. The Boston Celtics. They're solid. Too. Okay. Who would have like the second best record in the NBA. The Knicks just beat them. What? Oh my God. My <laughs> the Knicks. Or the Knicks, shut Denver Nuggets, the number one team in the West, who currently has the front runner for the MVP. Oh my I'm God. I'm not mad. No, no,
2: no, no. I'm not mad at those teams. No, I am. I am mad. Those
1: are some of the most solid.
2: The I'm in mad. The NBA right now. I'm, I'm mad at his selection of the Denver Nuggets, bro. They, 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 I don't know what. I don't know what he, know what he has bro. against the Nuggets. You know what, bro. This is what I have. You know, you know what? You know what, This is what speak I have up against my, the Nuggets. Speak up, my, speak up They've right. had the same team for years and can't do jack squat.
1: Not true at all. Yeah, not true. I'm lying. Talk to him. I'm lying. Let's talk to him. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. Break it You had you had Jokic, Jamal Murray. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. Last year, no Jamal Murray, no Michael Jordan. Jr. Yeah, yeah, And they didn't. Jokic still wins the MVP, right? Twenty twenty. 2020 is the what? The bubble year? Yes. Yeah. Tough year to bro, win. 20, it no, no, no. no,
2: Don't give, don't give them no excuse. Hold on.
1: They just ran
0: 2020, into... They 2020, just, 2020 was uh, Jamal Murray bubble go crazy. They just ran
1: into LeBron James and Davis, bro. No, bro, stop, bro. stop giving them excuses. That's not an excuse. Bro, ran into a better team. Stop. They, they ran into a better team. What do you bro, want to say? Bro. Michael Porter Jr. wasn't Michael Porter Jr. like he is now. Bro. He's still coming, he was still dealing with his injuries, with his back injuries. He was still coming to his own fit and finding out where he has to fit on the team. Like, so as far as like... Bro, just, and then establishing a more <laughs> depth team. This Nikolai Jokic right now is not the same like Nikolai Jokic from the bubble. This Jokic right now is not the same Jokic
2: from last year. This is a, triple, this is a third time MVP coming up soon. Respectfully, I'm going to just have to just disagree because it just seems like at a certain point, we all want to hold everyone else accountable. Everyone wants to hold Kyrie Irving accountable. Everyone wants to hold Kevin Durant accountable. How about you hold Jokic accountable for being the MVP, but still yes. unable to make it to the NBA Finals? He made it to the Western Conference Finals. Is that, is that the I NBA expect- Finals? Is that the NBA Finals? I think that, no, it's not. When and then when we talk about it the argument easy? on paper, you have Kevin Durant, a two-time NBA champ, arguably one of the best scorers of all time. This man can score at will from any range mm-hmm. on the court. You ahead, have Devin ahead. Booker, another scorer who can score at any range mm-hmm. on the court. You have Chris Paul. Oh. You have DeAndre Ayton. You have oh, coming off the bench, starting. Thank, no, Thank you. You. You, know
1: you name all these players. And you, and you, and you, you telling, me, these, and you telling on, me you me the named, Nuggets are better than those people. I didn't hear any defense. Zero defense. I don't believe. I don't for me. CP3K defend? He. They, hold, on, they, hold, they, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. When you're talking. That, you talk, that whoa, whoa, whoa. cone? CP, no, he's, no, a no. Cone. No, no. he's a cone. Wait, wait, wait. He's a cone. He's 37. When we start seven. talking about CP3, he, he, he's, 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 he's listening 37. 30. That boy old now. When like, it matters, He's getting cooked on matters, defense. Though. When it matters, cone. though. He's I, a cone. He's not guarding anybody. I like him. I look at him and see drills. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> what are you like, talking about? I like his tenacity on the court, but it's just one of those things where Father time is catching up to the boy. He's caught up. He's he's a six-foot guard. Chris, don't get me wrong. It's Chris Paul. Paul. If Offense, Chris Paul, I know what he brings. I know what Chris Paul brings. But he cannot do that night in and Put night out. Bro, if Chris ball Paul ball is guarding Jamal Murray and the Joke is setting the screen. Oh, Chris Paul's gonna Listen, listen,
0: listen, listen, I'm telling you, if the Suns and the Nuggets match up right, I'm telling you, pick and roll, KD, D book, or Thank Chris you. Paul. You're
2: not stopping you, that.
0: You cannot tag, you cannot tag, you, you cannot tag under Ayton Because if you tag, they skip it across the court. You got Book in the corner, you got mm, KD in the now corner, you, yeah, me, you got C. Tell him Joe, no,
2: You cannot that. Now the on. Now we talking
1: about we're talking about pick and roll. We have one of the ultimate pick and roll players in the league the right now and Nikola Jokic. One, who can set one player to hold the three on, that Jeff just listed. Hold on, we got hold, on, hold, on, on. hold on. But they can we tag, they can we tag have, the roller we have, Jamal, we have Jamal Murray, right, with Nikola Jokic in the pink rope. Disgusting combination. Yeah. I already know, you swing the ball. When Jamal Murray comes off the screen so gives listen. the ball to, to so Nikola Jokic, so listen. right, he has Michael Porter Jr. in the corner so who is a knockdown efficiency so scorer. So listen, so listen. We have Aaron Gordon. Who's you think I'm play
0: Aaron Gordon in look the corner?
1: Look at that reaction, look at the reaction bro. Aaron Gordon, they're not hearing that. Hold on, hold on. They're not hearing that. Aaron Gordon, who's having another high efficiency career, thanks to Nikolai Jokic again. You so we stop have this team. Stop we have this team here it. who I'm has the continuity, by the way. They've been playing with each other. The, Dem- the, the, the Phoenix Suns have yet to play with Kevin Durant. We don't know what they're going to be. I'm not going to lie. I really like Brian's take on this. I don't. I'm not going to lie. I, lie. I don't. No, because here's the, the reason why. The, Nuggets,
2: the, Nuggets, the Nuggets. No, wait. Let me just say this one statement. The Nuggets do this stuff every year. They fool you. They are frauds, bro. They will literally play the best they can in the regular season. And then when it counts the most, like the Cowboys, they pee the bed. Like the Cowboys. What's crazy?
1: Craziest? What's craziest? People say the same thing about the Suns, but they, they, they just added KD, which is a different level. Hold on, real quick. Go. go. What? I'm the reason why you. I agree with Brian is, the, is because of this. The Nuggets have been able to get their Western Conference Finals team and, back. And I'll tell you. Last year they didn't have this Western Conference. Finals And team. I'll tell you another thing about the about the Denver Nuggets that makes them so dangerous. They've been the most healthy team in the West the entire year. The most healthy team. Jamal Murray is playing. Michael Porter Jr. is playing. Aaron Gordon's playing. Bruce Brown, who they got, who looks I like him. Looks very different now on a this very team. Bruce solid piece. They they added Reggie Jackson they the added play. Reggie the Jackson Hold with on. The right.
0: Hold Hold on. Me let me take a let me take a let me take it real quick you think i'm afraid of a bruce brown spotting up off the pick and roll and they skip it? you think i'm afraid of that bro he Bro. I'm, I'm waving the denver, my hands bro, to bruce. The denver, bruce. Brown, first
1: the, of all please. first of all the denver the denver likes to put bruce brown in the corner cuz that's his shot that's if, if shot. he if you get him in the corner i'm, I'm waving he, him off by the way the denver nuggets are number 1 i'm waving him off the denver nuggets are number 1 in the league in three point percentage okay do i'm waving him off they're number, number one in assists yeah, in the league this yeah,
2: year. Yeah, number one and still haven't been to the NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> they have been with the finals. same
1: With the same squad. Not the same squad is what I'm telling you. This is Bro. a different squad. Bro, first of all, last
0: year they got, they they got eliminated from the first
1: round by the Warriors. That's okay, Warriors. They, they won. They won. The whole last year. Two years ago they got eliminated from the Western Conference Finals by the Suns. Mm-hmm. They made it to the West. They didn't win, but they made it. And then I think that this year they're back. <laughs> they're, like, they're a back. great team this year.
2: I'm not We're buying it.
1: Shoot. I think also the NBA is peaking right now. Like over the... The past certain years like the nba is at a very high level right now we just seen like three games go to overtime like in the past like four days no, this is yeah, this is facts. a great this, this is a great year for basketball for me honestly we have no idea who's really gonna win the championship
2: we it's don't. really up in the air there's a few teams i'll tell you who won't it. win though The nuggets <laughs> i'm <laughs> not i'm not buying it's nothing your, it's your land magic nothing atlanta magic not winning that's the fine, that's, year fine. The lottery. that's fine but i know if we, <laughs> hey if we had the squad that the nuggets had, we would have won it oh yeah world. i thought the squad i thought nuggets was trash huh what is it now what is it what is
0: it so now I'm gonna hit you guys with another question. Go ahead. Who is the dark horse coming into the playoffs? My, my I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna start off. I'm let's start. The let's Knicks. do
1: East and West. Oh yeah.
0: I'm gonna start off in one and one. Them Knicks. Yes. Them yes. Knicks. Yes. Them Knicks. No, go ahead. Talk your stuff, Jeff. Them Knicks. Yeah. Let me tell you. If the Knicks, <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Oh. If the Knicks, if the Knicks run into the Heat or the Cavaliers, I got, I got them winning. I can't lie to you.
1: I guess. First of all, I was talking. on. You? First of all, I was talking I like this last week, it. and y'all talking about Oh the Knicks. Oh
0: the Knicks. I was, I was talking crazy, but now I'm on that wave. I told y'all y'all was gonna come. The mix. Go ahead, Brian. What you the gonna say,
1: Brian?
2: I ain't come back around. All right. It's fine. The mix. I don't need you. You you a Magic fan. Oh. <laughs> uh, so funny. Other than who, who
1: who we have coming? Who's the top top three teams coming out east? What? Bucks, Celtics, 76ers? I guess the Dark Horse playoff team is the Knicks. I understand why you guys. You say guess? That. bro. No question. Bro, we just passed the Nets to make it into the fifth place, bro. There's no question. Jalen Brunson is having a career year, but y'all still have Julius Randle. And I do not believe in that man in the playoffs at all. Honestly, I don't either. That's but But Brunson,
0: I, I like, like trash. Brunson. I, I was like Brunson. Trash. I understand I was talking trash last episode, but Brunson.
1: Hey. I like Brunson. Hey. Yes, for me, honestly, the Knicks are not my dark horse just because we're in a solid place right now. Like, we are in fifth, which means we will be making the playoffs solidly, but if we get to the playoffs, we can upset some people. My dark horse I do like is like the Heat. The Heat? The Heat. Tell me why, because I don't see it. This is why. I'm so sick of this. Heat. Did you see that Jimmy Butler shot the other day? The amazing shot. That joint was that Jimmy G. Buckets. And y'all, bro, Heat, y'all just beat the third. Y'all just beat the three seed. Like it was a close game. It was a very low scoring game wrong. as well. Don't get me wrong. I love, I, I love my Miami Heat. Let, Let me explain most- to you why though. The team is solid. Like y'all have solid pieces. Y'all, and I think that if y'all can scoot into the playoffs, if y'all can kick Brooklyn out of that fifth seed or six seed. Sorry, six seed, move into that six seed. We play y'all. Um, we play. No, we play. Y'all would play first. Y'all would play the the Bucks. Yeah, watch this. Wait, hold I but no, know, wait, no we play the, no, yeah,
2: wait, the 76ers Hold on, check me out. Here, are the current standings right now. If the playoffs were to start right here, right now. Here here is who would play who. Milwaukee would play Atlanta. Obviously, first and eighth seed. Boston would play Miami. You guys would get smacked. I'm not hearing that. Philly would play Brooklyn. Cleveland would play New York. Knicks. I, I like the Knicks in that one. Seven games, though, for sure. And now over on the
1: West side. So you like the Knicks over the Cavs in seven games?
2: Definitely. Against okay. Donovan
1: they, Mitchell.
0: But yes. if they lose, if they lose to Donovan Mitchell, it's gonna say a lot to their front for um, office to the Knicks. It's gonna say a lot. Like <laughs> yeah, you should have got is. me. Yeah, it's gonna it say, say a lot. I agree. And
2: then so I, we should have got that one. So over on the West Coast, you got the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz. Then you have the Grizzlies. Playing the Warriors, then you have the Kings playing the Mavericks, and then Phoenix playing LA. So that's if the playoffs started today. Right, or that also, Phoenix LA match, Oh my gosh, that joint would go insane. It would. It would go Phoenix- stupid. That's definitely gonna be seven games.
1: Oh, gosh. Phoenix. What Clippers? I have a. Yes. I have a quick question for y'all, real quick. Hit it. How do y'all think that? Um, what do y'all? How do y'all like the trade for Russell Westbrook for the Clippers? I don't like the Clippers at all. I'm not gonna lie. Why? The reason why I don't like the Clippers is I have. Like, they have a lot of big names on their team. Like you know they have Robert Covington. Russell Westbrook, you know they have the big name role players, Norman this Powell. Is a take. but they don't win games. Like this you would want them to win take. games, right? You have Russell Westbrook, you know he was supposed to be your main distributor. Seven turnovers his first game. He still looks the same. Like he played, with still look the same. I think that still, okay. Robert Covington is slower. than Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon is not the Eric Gordon that we used to know. Him. Like he's older now. He's slower now. Of course he's a good spot up shooter. Can't guard nobody. That's all they need. Robert Covington, he can't guard nobody no more. He's oh, old they're older now. Injuries have run have brought him down. Roko is not the Roko that we used to know. And as far as like Kawhi and Paul George, like we know what Kawhi and Paul George are, but like they haven't gotten it done in L. A. All right, so here's we'll what have it. they done in the what? The three, or four respect, years they've I respect, been there. I what you're they've, done, they've won Western Conference appearance, but also when you look at it, when they they've been hurt. First of all, second of all, they didn't they just didn't have the right pieces around them. The Clippers have been playing small ball for the past two years now. They just been they just have Robert Covington. You're you're putting players like Robert Covington, zubok Exactly. Putting Zubok on the court. I mean Zubac Zubac's a solid center. He's a solid center. But you're like, putting are putting players like Robert. Coming in in the center position and making him rebound against these seven foot guys. Like if I'm in now the, they, they acquired Mason Plumlee, Light which is a Plumlee. very solid piece. Like Mason Plumlee. They acquired. And By the way, let me add this. They don't have Zubats in the lineup right now, so they have Mason Plumlee starting. That's not his. That's not who he is. Mason Plumlee is a come off the bench, just center that will help you. So look, this is what. Here's my thing. They have pieces, bro. They got. They have Norman Powell coming off the bench. Bones Highland coming off the bench. Mason Plumlee coming off the bench. Robert Covington maybe coming off the bench. They have Nicholas Platoon. They have Paul George. They have. Uh, right, Kawhi team. Leonard. The they have. That they have right? Russell Westbrook. But all, all, all they have to do is find out how to make it work. They're, find out how to gel. They're still trying to figure that they've out. Never to me, they've never been able to figure that out. They just, they just got together. They've, this, they've never. I'm talking about like, this team though. I'm not talking about, team, about the teams in the past. I'm talking about this team this year, uh, Brian. With Eric Gordon, with Robert Covington, with Nicholas Batum, with Plumlee and Zubats. With, with you, you got yeah. Russell Westbrook. All of them. Like they're they stacked. But we just watched. They just them, need to figure out how to gel. We just watched them losing OT to the Clippers. We just watched them losing. They no. don't have. They don't. Double time to the Kings. All right, so they don't have- They gave up 176 points. And you like- Honestly, you if they have- Believe like this team listen, is a team that like, that's going to compete in the, in the playoff, I they just have, don't see it. For me, if they have Zubats, they win that Kings game. For me, that's just me personally. For me, if they have Zubats, that, that other game wouldn't have been that bad. And also Russell Westbrook, yes, he has to figure out how to work in this offense. He got to figure out how not turn the ball over. Like it's, but
0: I like them bro. And I really, I have them being my dark horse out of the West. My dark horse out of the West is the Pelicans. Uh, that's be, be that's my dark horse. I was going to come on here and say the Lakers, but after LeBron, LeBron injury, injury with a right foot expected me expect to miss an extra two weeks. I mean, I don't know. That's Lakers hard. Kinda, that's that's kind of rough. That's kind of rough. rough for the Lakers, according to Woj. You kind know, really rough, so. I really like the Pelicans as a dark horse. They, like, been dropping ever since Zion was
1: been hurt. Yeah, they have, a lot, I've, they have a lot of injury lately. I, if Zion could come back and if Zion can be healthy and at a at a quick enough rate, I, I like the as dark know, horse, too. I kind of like the... I mean, I know they're third in the West, but I kind of like like the Kings as a dark horse. I feel like the Kings have yet to get the respect they deserve so far, even though they've been third in the West and they've been very good all year. I really agree. <laughs> like, Light the beam. like the Bean. Like the Bean, like they haven't been given the respect they deserve the entire time. Yeah. And it's like De'Aaron Fox is having a career year. Sabonis has been a little, like a uh, heaven sent for that team. And shout out to Mike Brown, too. He's Mike been Brown is amazing. like Coach, coach of the, the Year. Coach of the Year. He's been, candidate. been, doing, amazing.
2: He's been doing amazing. Coach of the well, Year. Can, the well. He turned that franchise around as
1: And you can tell he's a people's person. Mm-hmm. He, he cares about his
0: players, he cares about the organization. You can just tell. So, shout out Sacramento man, like the beam, like the, the beam, man, like the beam. As we come to a close on today's show, I want to start off by shout out. First and foremost, I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Without him, I would not be here today or be in the studio with these amazing guys. the right, next shout out, my family and friends. You guys are my support system, my whole heart. So, you guys mean a lot to me.
1: All right, shout out to. I just want to say shout out first of all to God. Shout out to God. Shout out to myself and shout out to my that's family. Th- that's man. the third episode. Shout out to y'all boys in the third in a row shout, out shout
2: out to Oh yeah, we. we Real close to graduation, man, May 6th, so. First and foremost, I just want to shout out God just for allowing me to wake up another day, another opportunity to be great. Um, I want to shout out the guys in the studio. Jeff, you really been taking a mantle, bro. Like, I'm proud of your growth. Malik Brian, we've been doing this thing, man, for a while, man. It's almost coming down to an end, man. This boy Malik leaving. Give me, give me a little emotional, man. <laughs> man. But um, you know, we're gonna keep pushing out as much episodes as we possibly, possibly can. For those of you listening in, if you got to this point in the podcast, we appreciate you. Um, you know, we're nothing without y'all. Um, thank you for the constant listeners. So I actually just talked to Terrence. We had over a hundred listeners on our last show, so that was pretty. Let's decent, wrap it up. Hey, hey, so, hey, hey! hey shout bad? out to y'all. And and, and not not only that, not only that, but we, our podcast, our show was uh, recently a finalist um, for best podcast of the year. So that's that's just even more motivation to keep pushing out podcasts, episodes, just having better quality, staying consistent, and really just pushing P. You know, for (laughs) real. Like, and I, when I, like, I know I, I I, I ain't trying to push P no more. I ain't gonna (laughs) lie. To the guys, to guys in the studio, like, like y'all, y'all know me. Like, my favorite emoji is definitely that P emoji, but like, I use that stuff for a reason because you know when you keep it private you keep it pushing and you keep it persistent there's nothing that you can't do and that's why i always say keeping it p bro like you know like we like that's really something that i hope like you know to the people listening out there and even to the guys in the studio like just really abide by that if you keep your stuff private don't do too much talking just keep it private keep it pushing and keep it persistent like you there's nothing you can't do but that's all i got man we gonna see y'all next week this guy got me ready to go to run to a brick wall
1: right now <laughs> <laughs> I read, but, man, shout out to everybody that's listening, man. We really appreciate the support. The guys in the uh, finalists for the awards, man. It's big time for big us, time, man. Big time, big I time, I say every episode, man, we are a reflection of everybody's love and support, man. We are nothing without everybody. So we appreciate everybody listening in, you know, supporting us, and we will continue to deliver the art. It's not a podcast. It's the
0: art. The art. This is Half Time with the Playmakers, and I hope you guys enjoyed. Halftime Half Time with the Playmakers is produced in the studios of wam 90.5, in the School of Journalism and Graduate communication at Florida A&M University.